To preserve peace in the midst of a cold war, the best spy in the world must start a family. Little does he know his adopted daughter is a telepath and his new wife is the enemy's greatest assassin. Three secret lives emerge and it's going to be nuts. Is Spy Family the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime? Or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skylar. I'm Lauren. And this is Kawaii Disappointment. I cannot think of New Year's without thinking of Forrest Gump. I do not remember. Oh, I guess. I, I guess I'll say that's not a thing for me at all. She takes oh a lot of cigarettes. That was bad. <laughs> no, no. We, we know what your impressions are like, Skylar. Yeah, this is pretty. This is as good that's as it gets. Par for the course. I'm. I don't know. I I don't mind New Year's. I get tired of the fact that people think they're going to be a new person just because it's a new year. It's like, no, you have to put the work in just because the calendar is new doesn't mean that you are new by default. I don't think anyone thinks they're going to be new by default. I, I think know. they're using it as a marker to try to start working on themselves. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But as a as a holiday, as a day, it's it's fine. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty like mid. Honestly, I'd say it's probably one of the worst holidays in my opinion. It's it forces you to be awake whether you want to or not. That is not necessarily true. My parents celebrate New Year's at, when it hits New York. Just because you hit, just because you celebrate New Year's wrong, doesn't make me wrong. Right. That's not incorrect. It's New it Year's is somewhere it's in the world. It's supposed to be when it is for you, though. That's the point of New Year's. So <laughs> celebrating like, it when is it's my the heart. New Year for you. Is New Year's in my heart? Yeah, Listen. Jacob's family celebrates Scottish New Year's. Doesn't make it right when they celebrate New Year's at like 2 p.m. Listen, listen. A day is over when you go to sleep. Therefore, when you wake up, no matter what time of day it is, it's another day. Yeah, but at that point, you haven't celebrated New Year's. We celebrate at like 9 p.m. Which is not New Year's. And then we go to bed, which means it's the end of the day. Congratulations. We made it. It's the end of our day. I and then cannot we're wake comprehend up how day. you could just say these things that are inaccurate. See, my Lieutenant Dan bit wasn't so bad after all. <laughs> Look, ultimately, New Year's happens at midnight in your location. That is the only time that New Year's happens. If you're not celebrating at that time, it's not New Year's. Hot takes, but accurate takes from PJ. But let's celebrate our new year as we kick off 2023. Hello and welcome back to Quiet Disappointment, the show where two lifelong weebs, PJ and Skylar, guide their non-weeb friend, Lauren, through a new anime every week to determine if it's a kawaii success or a kawaii disappointment. This week, we are kicking off our first ever listener month, where we are covering anime that our listeners have recommended to us. Recommend us an anime on our forums that are pretty much listed anywhere that you access us, including our website. This month is our first listener month, and we are grouping them based on obviously how many votes they get, but also kind of trying to stick to a general theme. And this month's theme is Listener Month 1, Action Comedy. So we are going to be covering action comedies and kicking that off with Spy Family, a series that was recommended by our patron, Magical Girl Charlotte, and by anime titties expert, Ash. We will read whatever (laughs) you put in that name column. And thank you, both of you, for the recommendations. All right, Spy Family. Lauren, you actually know a little bit about this one. Spy Family. I know it is insanely popular, and I've seen it everywhere, and everyone's talking about it all of the time. So, I mean, the first thing I think of with Spy Family is the classic, classic film, 
Spy Kids. I fucking knew it. I was like, someone better bring up Spy Kids. Spy Kids. kids. Hello. I mean, so, there is a spy family in Spy Kids. There so is a spy. Is, exactly. They are See, a spy family. Yeah. They, they start as spy parents and then become a whole spy family. <laughs> so I think this is going to be that. But I think that it's also going to branch out to like their uncles and their aunts and their grandparents. I think this is a whole like spy family tree. Yeah. Spy family tree, spy family generation. That's what this is, right? That's obviously what this is. Exactly. This is the anime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. So I love the like spy family, like this giant family of spies. It's mm-hmm. a very mm-hmm. cool concept. Mm-hmm. Once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change or were you like, yeah, the spy family? This is <laughs> the spy family. This is our main family unit that we're going to be following. Um, however, based on the reflections here in the sidewalk, the little girl doesn't know her parents are spies yet because she looks very shocked and surprised. So I think she's on a journey finding out that her parents are spies. You know, she's she looks young, like she doesn't understand the world yet. And as she's starting to piece together. Yeah, I mean, at the start of Spy Kids, they didn't know their parents were spies either. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So th- this is very much following that where she like has no idea and is starting to piece together that her parents are spies. I mean, the parents are very badass looking at their reflections, especially the mom. Look at her. Look at her. Look at that outfit. Oh, it's so good. She's like, she's here to kick ass and take names. And the dad's cool too, I guess. But like, look at the mom. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the mom. I'm sorry. She's just so cool. That's what I'm thinking. I think we're going to see the the two worlds of like the quiet domesticity of just like suburban family life rival and go up against the really thrilling action adventure spy world that the parents are in. And I think we're going to get some really funny moments from the two of these worlds intertwining. So that's uh, that's Spy Family. And that's Spy Family. And that's All right, spy kids, family. we got it in one. Wrap it up. The show is over. Thank you for listening to our <laughs> first Listener Month episode. Uh, no, but yeah, I love that concept. I think that's super <laughs> fun. I mean, and it makes total sense for the name. Yeah, the Spy Family. Yeah, yeah. there they are. The, the Spy X Family. Spy X Family. <laughs> We've talked about X has been anime titles before. I ignored it. As is this due diligence. <laughs> As is as is to be done here. Someone at <laughs> work uh, was talking to me about Spy Family literally yesterday. They kept saying Spy X Family. And I like was so good, you guys. I was not annoying. I didn't do um um actually the X is silent. Like I just let it exist. I'm really proud of you, Skylar. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be even prouder after we watch episodes one and two of Spy Family. So we're gonna do that and we'll be right back, so stay tuned. All right, we're back. We had Lauren Watch episodes one and two of Spy Family. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? Oh, this was so cute. Fan Family is like my shit. So I had a lot of fun with this. And like, I too sometimes think of murdering everyone in a room just to avoid the awkwardness later. So I Again, honestly. Honestly? <laughs> that was the uh. most relatable moment for me where she's like, I could just kill everyone. I was like, you could, you should, please do it. This is literally that one time from uh, Midnight Sun, aka Edward Twilight, where he was just like, oh, damn, I want to eat Bella so bad. I have to kill everyone in this room. That's probably a bad idea. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, listen, if it works, it works. If it works, it works. And let's talk about what works with this anime by going through some quick housekeeping before breaking into our discussion. So, Spy Family is based on the manga by Tatsuya Endo that ran in Shonen Jump Plus from March 2019 to present, as it is still currently running, for current 10 volumes. There is a light novel spinoff, Spy Family Family's Portrait, that was written by Aya Yajima that released in July of 2021. The anime was directed by Kazuhiro Furuhashi and animated by Wit Studio and Cloverworks, each doing alternating episodes for TXN and TV Tokyo. It ran from April to December of 2022 for 23 episodes, so re- very, very recently ended. Sometime later this year, there will be a musical that does debut. It debuts in March of 2023 and will be touring through Japan until May. Wow. I love uh, we that. do have uh, some shots of the cast, so let me show this to you as is, uh, as is tradition here on the Quiet Disappointment podcast. All right, now we're, we're going to do a quick debate here. Oh. Who do you think is the better Lloyd, Wayne Morisaki or Hiroki Suzuki? The first one. All right. Yeah. Official Wayne Morisaki. Yep. Yep. I like Hiroki Suzuki's nose better, but I like everything else about Wayne Morisaki more. Look, yeah, How he looks more serious. His bone structure is. Now, oh. Fuka Yuzuki for Your Forger or Mire Sasaki. I like Mire. The one on top. What was oh, name? I like yeah, the second I'm, one. I'm more Fuka Yuzuki. She's got, I feel like uh, she's Mire. She's so soft. You'd never expect it from her. No, That's why I love her. I feel like Fuka looks more like your does in the anime, though. Yeah, I agree. Like, if we were just pitching the character, like the character archetype, and then casting off of it with no source material, I would go with Mirei. But based on the anime, I would go with Fuka Yuzuki. Really quick. So <laughs> no offense to anyone. Um, just uh, based off these covers for Yuzuki, she's holding the weapon with like way more confidence. And like Sasaki is kind of just like holding it. It's just it's kind of like a cute little accessory, not like a purposeful tool of death good good either way i'll be clear but i do think yeah they both yuzuki and win morisaki are the 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 dream cast here in my opinion yes but yeah so that's a quick look at the musical (laughs) they have not casted anya yet i think they're still looking for one that's gonna be hard because i think they want it to be as close to the plays run as possible so that you know they're they don't have too much variance in age or voice because that's the tricky thing with child child musical actors Mm-hmm. And there are two guidebooks, but that is uh, it for our housekeeping because it is still a very new anime. So with that, we're going to break down episodes one and two super quick. In order to ease tensions between Westalis and Astania, Westalis Intelligence Wise assigns Agent Twilight to form a family in Astania in order to get close to Donovan Desmond, leader of Astania's National Unity Party. To do this, he will need to enroll his child into Eden Academy where he can safely approach Donovan at an event. Twilight, under the identity of Lloyd Forger, adopts Anya, who secretly has telepathic abilities. While Lloyd is away, Anya accidentally reveals their location when sending a transmission to Edgar, a minister in Astania, and is kidnapped. Lloyd rescues Anya and forces Edgar to withdraw. After passing the admission exam, the two of them are informed of stage two of acceptance into Eden Academy as a formal interview with the presence of both parents, which they currently don't have a mother. Your Briar, a clerk at Berlitz City Hall, is ostracized by her colleagues for being single, leading to a fear that her secret assassin job will be exposed as she is speculated to be a spy. At a tailor's shop, Lloyd and Yor encounter each other and they agree to form a partnership out of convenience. 
However, on the night Lloyd is supposed to attend a party with Yor, a side mission causes him to arrive late, and he accidentally introduces himself as her husband. After they leave, they are caught up by the pursuers from his earlier mission. Yor, upon realizing how beneficial their partnership is for her assassin work, asks if they could continue pretending they are married. Lloyd agrees, using a grenade pin as a ring while pledging their vows. And that's episodes one and two of Spy Family. Oh, God, I love this story so much. Just so much. I read the manga too, Lauren, so that also oh, deserves you're like, praise. Oh, you're like fully caught up? Well, not fully caught up. I have uh, because I like I hit the wall where I was still waiting for chapters to come out. So I've just been waiting a few months to collect it, you know? Got it. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. It's so, so hard, though, because like Anya's expressions, as you saw, are like so perfect. And I have like 50 different screenshots of just Anya expressions from the manga that like I have to like white out any like words so it's not spoilers but i will like dump them in the chat all the time <laughs> i mean she's such a great like reactionary <laughs> picture to send to someone because she's she's so expressive so like i totally get it did not see that she was telepathic coming oh yeah so that was a surprise and no <laughs> you know what's so funny and again this is like, you know, for those of you that know, on our Patreon, we have a series. Anytime a new anime season is coming out, I show Skylar and Lauren all of the posters and the names for everything coming up. And they make rapid fire, you know, predictions just based on what they see about what the anime is going to be about. And we obviously did one where Spy Family was covered. And Lauren, in that prediction, was like, this little girl's got weird eyes. Uh, I think she's probably psychic. Wow, Lauren. <laughs> and this is what I love, because sometimes people do kind of have that like, well, doesn't this kind of negate the prediction that you'll eventually have later? And I always say in those episodes, no, because Lauren has a bad memory. <laughs> it's true. And this clearly proves it. So, wow, I was so much smarter back then. I don't know what happened. I'm getting older. My brain cells are dying. That's there, what it know, is. That, and that's that's why this podcast will be able to go forever. I know. Me and my like ADHD <laughs> epilepsy forgetting mind and Lauren just being old. <laughs> and I'll <laughs> be here though. picking up the pieces and editing them together in a podcast. <laughs> Yes. Not me. I'm not old. I'm the young ageless one. <laughs> yeah. A- ageless eldritch goddess. Uh, but yeah, let's <gasps> talk about the anime a little bit. No, no. Let's keep talking about Skylar. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite topic. No, I, I thought this was great. I love the dynamic between Lloyd, Anya, and Yor, even though Yor only came in in episode two. Like the three of them together already is just so cohesive oh yeah Yeah, and i really love it i I mean the show changes a lot as you go right because right now we're in the like this is the other side of their lives kind of moment the show does kind of start transitioning a little bit more to what are their new lives like obviously at some point anya is now in school you know and they have to like navigate like some normal life shit obviously but like right now we're in the like thick of it so like you get a lot of really intense scenes like i'd say these two episodes are some of the most action-packed of the series oh yeah definitely but it's all like super fun stuff like i really you know you really get to see them all be really good at what they do so you get to see lloyd be an amazing spy like the perfect master of disguise that is turtly enough for the turtle club (laughs) (laughs) and you get to see (laughs) 
<laughs> that just brought back so many memories. I'm oh, sorry. Keep God. going. Yeah, I watched a lot of, you know, as a kid, you like latch on to really bad movies for no reason. No. Absolutely. Oh, Skylar's taste is flawless. <laughs> yeah. Skylar, who has actively shown me some of the most garbage animated films oh, <laughs> from I'm her childhood. I'm sorry. Happily Ever After, a Snow White sequel with Irene Cara, R.I.P., was a bad movie. <laughs> it wasn't great. Yes, some of those movies are bad, Skylar. Regardless, then you also have, uh, but yeah, for me, one of those movies was Master of Disguise. Like, I was like, this is comedy this is, gold, you guys. This is everything I've ever wanted and more. You guys, he isn't totally enough for the Turtle Club. <laughs> Do you not get it? <laughs> and then you have like Adia being like a super duper good telepath, obviously the entire time with her little like horn accessories that I, I, in my head can kind of function like antennas. Kind of like Psyche K. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Which yeah. That's people exactly do like fan, like Cast there's them. like so much fan content of like Psyche as Anya's older brother. Yeah, it's so cute because they both have pink hair. Yeah, and so oh and there's God. also a lot of it of, uh, Yuji from Jujutsu Kaisen as like their third sibling. Super fun. I love this side of the fan community that immediately popped up that around these so... three pink haired characters. Yes. So cute. But you know, I love little things like she's super into spy stuff. Uh, like super duper into spy stuff. Like super wants to be a spy. Was, you know, yeah. like the little references, like the fact that she was test subject 007 mm-hmm. for like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. clearly very torturous experimentations they did on her as a kid. Oh, probably. One same thing, like you have um, Lloyd having a very, you know, traumatic childhood as well, which you get to see a little bit of in, in these two episodes. Like a glimpse. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then your, you know, being like, a fucking amazing assassin like truly super strong assassin who also had a very traumatic childhood i'm sensing a theme here Hmm. the thing Hmm. i love about your though is she's like so good at her job but she's also so like i don't the word isn't oblivious She's just so sincere in every other aspect of her life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when she's thinking about, oh, like I can't believe I almost like pursued a married man. Her wife would be able to kill me. I mean, I guess I could kill her back. And it's just such a like real thought to her. Like it doesn't seem like she is like thinking in hyperbole. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, it's all so real. It's so funny. And since I brought that up, literally the scene where Anya is just like, oh, I got to play matchmaker. And she's like, oh. It's like my favorite scene <laughs> in this entire series. Like maybe Anya still to this so day. so lonely. She longs <laughs> for a mother. <laughs> and literally like Lloyd is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Can I say one thing I do love about this show is that. Lloyd is arguably one of the smartest people in like Wastalis uh, or Astania. Right. And he is so fucking stupid oblivious to your and Anya. Like he just cannot pick up on the most obvious signs of anything with the two of them. Right. Well, I think I think it's a good parallel. Well, yeah. And I love that for a fan family thing where it's like, yeah, well, I love in general when like someone's blind spot is kind of their family for something like this because it makes it really funny because like in any other situation he is like a master he can pick apart any detail he is a super genius but then like you're like completely fucking his shit and he's like oh must be the wind like she's like <laughs> avoiding she's like getting into the room without him noticing she can notice him staring at her even though he's not staring at her all these things that should be like red flags for him but like he's immediately like hmm isn't that weird 
Well, time to move on. Well, he he's like, oh, I've been so exhausted lately being a new father that like I'm becoming rusty and like just regular people are sneaking exactly, up on me. Exactly, but that's the thing, right? Is he's he he's just so like nose blind to them. Right. God, I love them all so much. So much. And same thing, like, Anya ultimately makes it so obvious all the time that she's a telepath. Yeah, Anya's a <laughs> fucking idiot, and I love her so much. Like, he'll literally, like when he's literally like, oh, she doesn't even look like she's of age. She looks like maybe four or five, and she's like six. I'm six. And he's like, well, <laughs> she is pretty short, and she starts standing on her tiptoes. Like, <laughs> she's like actively always just responding to whatever he's thinking. He's like, huh, must be the wind again. Like, And it never <laughs> stops. She just keeps doing that. And he'll be like, hmm, that is weird how, like, in tune she is. Yeah, like, how serendipitous, <laughs> like, she would say something so similar to what I was thinking. Exactly. Yeah, oh I love that God. about them. <laughs> but, like, in this world, why would there be, like, telepaths? So I could see him being like, that's Well, it's kind of like Lauren. I feel like if Lauren With somehow ghosts? encountered a ghost, she would just be like, again, she would do everything in her power to, like, acknowledge anything but it like yeah she would over rationalize it (laughs) and that that's him with like he just can't even comprehend the idea that a telepath would exist that he has to just think it's something else right i mean yeah as someone who lives in a world where there are no telepaths that makes sense to me (laughs) as far as uh, yep apparently not me and pj becoming like really quiet for like a full five minutes and then like talking in complete unison (laughs) i mean that's because you guys are married (laughs) i was gonna say and we put the the mic on mute and we're reading off a script i think there is some and this is maybe gonna sound like weird freaking heavy to be shit i think there's some latent telepathic ability in people and i say this because there's like a few things that happen that really realistically like obviously they can be explained by some things but i think it just doesn't make sense how some of them can work and it's all like linked to our ancestors for sure but i think it's like some something and i think the biggest example is how you can feel when you're being watched because that makes no fucking sense Mm -hmm. it it absolutely makes sense how how can you feel eyes on you because it's a latent from um, what from what like it's not it's not a physical thing all you're feeling is the thought and intense intent of another person tell me how that makes any sense other than telepathically how does prey know that they're being watched too it's a latent evolutionary thing i do not think it's telepathic okay but explain how it makes sense otherwise like how could you oh you're you are saying like the animal you when you feel yourself being watched you are only feeling the thought patterns of another creature that's all that, it is that there's cannot no physical, be no but no but there's no physical attachment to it it's not like their eyes are touching you it's not like they're saying i'm watching you nothing but their literal body is in inter- like their mind their thoughts are interacting with you and you feel that them yes but there could be other signs around them you know like if you're in a crowd and suddenly it like opens up and then you notice yeah, something that, that's you're going way too far into like okay but what about this uh, example that's not remotely related to what you just said you can't what about out of this cut this this point you can think there are some psychic things involved but explain it to I me otherwise that's all ecologically. i don't have the wherewithal or the expertise to do so however i know that there are biologists out there who could explain it and i will look this up so anya's face expressions <laughs> fucking look, <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, Fozzie Bear. That's all I thought of when she did it. I was like, oh. I mean, we don't get like enough like stories, I would say, uh, in recent times about like Cold Wars. Like, because there's plenty of, you know, movies and TV shows about like ongoing wars and, you know, dealing with those tragedies. But like being involved in a Cold War is literally the most constantly stepping on eggshells, like stressful thing. And for them, like his, because Lloyd's whole thing is preventing it, right? Like Mm -hmm, mm full-blown war happening. That's so hard. That's so hard. That's not so sleek, so tiresome. I mean, yeah, we're we're starting to get into that now with everything that's happening with. Damn it, Russia! You and your cold wars. No, (laughs) I mean it's not very cold. It's very, uh, very deliberate, very very passive aggressive. We have them. We could use them at any time. Okay, please stop. Please don't. Okay, but we could though. No, we know. Thank you. Please don't though. I just want to let you know that we have them. Okay, stop talking about it. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's starting to creep back into that time period again. I mean, it always does. The wheel turns and the same spoke comes up all of the time. So it's more relatable now than it, you know, might have been five or 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. But yeah, poor Lloyd. No wonder he's so sleep deprived and stressed. (laughs) Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. Happy first new episode of the year. We hope you all enjoy these listener-recommended months. And while January's lineup is locked in, that doesn't mean there's not room for your recommendation in future months. If you have an anime you'd like us to cover, the recommendation form can be found on our website or Beacon's page, which can both be found in the show notes. If you're craving more Kawaii Disappointment, then check out our Patreon. Hours and hours of bonus content are available immediately for just $3 a month, and more is always on the way along with exclusive polls, Q&As, and goodies at our higher tiers. January is sure to have some great content, like our reduced redo of Haikyuu, our Winter 2023 Kawaii Desu Season Preview, where Skylar and Lauren give rapid-fire predictions of all the new anime coming this season, and more. Find us on Patreon by searching for Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. Special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our eternal Desu patron, our $8 tier, the truly incomparable Alex J. They're not alone though, as we have our amazing super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magic Girl Girl Charlotte, Rebel in an Isekai, and Jellums, and our Kawaii Desu patrons, our $3 tier, Eliza L, Albin AG, Aubrey Z, and Nymphomercial. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. If you're looking for other ways to support the podcast, you could shop at Right Stuff, which has a huge collection of anime, manga, and figures, or get yourself a super cute monthly Japanese box from So Kawaii. And if you use our affiliate links, a portion of your purchase kicks back to us. You can find those affiliate links on our websites or Beacon's page, which can both be found in the show notes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O. Com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. We will see you all again next week as we continue through Action Comedy Month with the irresponsible Captain Tyler. Now, back to the podcast. I mean, he was, like, less stressed out before Anya, but... I mean... Yeah, she does require a lot. She is adorable. Yeah. But she I mean, that's children <laughs> though. Like if that's you don't want to be tired, don't have kids. Honestly, 100%. Hot take, Those things though. are little balls of energy. And they don't stop. <laughs>
I was stuck in an Uber yesterday, Lauren, with a man telling me, like, oh, don't worry, you'll change your mind. When you get older, you'll change your mind. Because I was Ooh, like, oh, yeah, I don't babe. want kids. Because he asked me. Ew. Because I'm a person with a womb. And um, <laughs> I was like, no, no, thanks. And he's just like, oh, like, but why? I was just like, oh, you know, like, um, I had to help take care of my sisters. And it's just not something I'm interested in. I'd rather just kind of hang out with my husband forever. And he's just like, okay, like, no one's going to take care of you, though. I was just like, I I can barely take care of myself right now. So, like, okay. Honestly, good. Just put me out to pasture. Whatever. Having kids solely so that someone's taking care of you. Wrong like, reason. Is Wrong so, reason to have kids. Yeah, exactly. He could have said anything. He could have been like, well, you know, they really change your life. It really gives you a new perspective on, like, the human experience. And, you know, it's so beautiful getting to see them experience the world. For, like, there's so many beautiful and amazing things you can say about having children. That even mm-hmm. I, as someone that doesn't have children, can understand and appreciate, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, to be like, well... When you're old, who's going to change your diapers like you change theirs? Like, exactly. Okay, yeah, like, that's like ultimately, I never want to get to a point in my life where I am invalid. Like, I don't want to not be able to do things for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that by that point, like, it's, it's socially acceptable to just kind of like. Uh, before it gets there. I was going to say, I mean, there are those facilities with assisted suicide that are becoming more and more popular. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm a very big proponent of it. Yeah. And I mean, Lloyd clearly didn't adopt Anya because he wants someone to take care of him when he's an old man. He doesn't think he's going to get there. Right. He, uh, he adopts her for his own reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, but there's so much kind of beauty in like the way that it's done right because it is very like you know she this is just for the mission right but then like the second she's in danger like he goes out of his way and he's literally like why the fuck am i risking my life right now like this is the wrong move why am i doing this but ultimately it's because he's already starting to like feel that familial bond towards her right and you know like he like and she is like adorable and sweet and dumb and funny and weird and like there are some nice things about having a kid and it is like those moments where you can just like appreciate them and he's kind of only had that but and it does make you less suspicious oh yeah it does but all is 100 it does and ultimately he's also like he feels really bad for her i mean ultimately it's very easy to feel really bad for anya when you're like yeah she's been returned to the orphanage four times Can you imagine being Ugh. returned Ugh. like a fucking like doll yeah and they're like oh sorry See? we wanted the malibu stacy with the hat i mean <laughs> you guys clearly know more because you've seen more than i have but taking into account her experimentation and taking into account her telepathy i'm wondering if she's just been here used for missions over and over and over because she tries so hard and she you know can read people's minds so she knows what they want i think it's more so People are weirded out by the fact yeah, that she knows get, what they're thinking. Yeah. So the thing that we see that's happening with Lloyd, where she's like doing everything he's thinking, I think other people see that and they're like, "This, she's freaky. She's scary. Also a little annoying. Like, let's take her back. Yeah, it's more that. Even the, okay. even the oh. orphanage director, who's like clearly drunk, is like... Yeah, take She's that fucking, fucking weird. freaky weird girl out of here. Yeah, he was he was excited to have her leave. Poor thing. Yeah, so I think it's more that. Like, I think 
she like it's kind of funny it's like a thing that i always feel about Anya throughout the show is like she is very much like i can't let anyone know i'm a telepath but like let me always make it so fucking obvious that i'm a telepath she'll like literally go to say something and like reveal almost completely reveal like lloyd's like job as a spy and be like he's a spy specialist of the brain like (laughs) but like it's because she's a dumb kid and that's why it can make sense and like it's still like frustrating sometimes where you're like what the fuck but like overall you're like yeah she's a kid and that's what makes the story make sense she's a baby little kid yeah She's trying her best. And, you know, when we were four or five, if we were like, I don't want someone to find out about this, that's probably the only thing we were thinking about and like being super obvious about it for the next like five days. Yeah. Okay. So we've obviously, I obviously talked a lot about how Lloyd is like kind of just like putting up blinders and being like oblivious to the situations around him. Yeah. But on the other end, Yor is just the most gullible human being on earth (laughs) his concussive brain therapy everything that happens in this show she's like got it makes sense to me she i love her whole like well i'm i'm obviously not a a psychiatrist so i'm not gonna speak on things that i don't know like that's fantastic i love that in this day and age beautiful obviously the concussive recovery method thing is is great for that like kind of gullibility aspect but just in general like everything that happens she's just so like kind of like okay like let me go let me go along with this yeah at every go with point. the flow baby yeah and she just <laughs> also just doesn't understand Social a lot cues. i mean ultimately i do like obviously as the autistic person headcanon you're as autistic mm. <laughs> oh i can see that it makes a lot of sense because she can completely dissociate from it it's kind of like that one ben affleck movie the i think it's the accountant where he plays an autistic assassin and he's amazing an amazing assassin because he is autistic and ben affleck does a very good job playing an autistic person in it good for ben affleck <laughs> i was about to say the same thing <laughs> But that's kind of what it made me think of is like she at so many points just is so bad at the social aspect of what's going on. And she just takes people at their word, which is a big thing uh, for autistic people. Yeah. I do headcat in her as autistic for sure. It makes a lot of sense. Honestly, I see it. Yeah. She doesn't think she's masking because she's autistic. She thinks she's masking her assassin likeness, but she's masking her autism. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet little girl. Oh, my God. I loved her instantly. Yeah, no, she's she's so great. She's so sweet. But you also get so many funny moments from it, namely out of like how much of a demon Camilla is. Oh, my fucking God, bitch. That absolute bitch. As the show goes on, I like Camilla a little bit more. But at this point, she is like not even like just kind of like workplace mean. She is trying to get your killed. Like, yeah, let's be clear here. By the state. <laughs> yes. Yes. At multiple points, she's like, we should just turn her in for being a spy. And then, but let's also talk about the fact that everyone is like, isn't it fucking weird that she's in her late 20s and single? Must be a traitor to the state. <laughs> Oh my god, don't even get me started on that whole thing. She's not even a traitor to the state. Like, she's literally... And the fact that she can't comprehend the fact that the state is her employer as an assassin, so they would probably not let her be turned in as a spy. Yeah. And, like, killed. 
That's true. Yeah, she probably has someone, you know, looking out. Hey, that's not a thing. She's our greatest assassin. And they'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Right this way, ma'am. Exactly. But she just (laughs) can't comprehend that. She's like, if I'm single, they're going to think I'm a spy. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, it is spy versus assassin. So it makes sense. She's like, I "I don't want to be considered a dirty fucking spy. There's a purity in what I do. And that's killing. And that's what makes this show (laughs) so great, right? Is that it is the greatest spy of West Allis, uh, infiltrating Ostania and accidentally marrying the best assassin in all of Ostania. The two people who should be diametrically <laughs> opposed, neither of them know their secret except for their dumb little psychic daughter. <laughs> Who will not reveal that she's psychic or that she knows all of these things. But just <laughs> knows that she thinks this is lit as fuck. Yeah, she's so excited this about is it. the life she's always wanted. She's Ugh. living her Saturday morning cartoon fantasy. Literally, with that Spy Wars show that she is super yes! into. Bond yes. Man. I fucking love Bond Man so much. Uh, um, and, oh, go for it. I was going to say, I, okay, just in general, I know like Lloyd is playing a character, but when Camille is just like mm-hmm. alluding that she was a sex worker and he's just like, wow, every single day you impress me, you will do whatever it takes to survive and make sure that like you gave your like little brother like you know a great income and all this stuff he's like you're so important this was like one of my favorite moments for sure as well because it's also just such a good i don't know like such a good speech and just so good and so real a lot of people we are super pro sex work here at the quite Supporting podcast it's true right we do not slut shame we do not king shame and we do not shame sex workers right sex work is real work but some people do end up having to go into sex work because of their financial situation their life situation it does happen to people or sometimes it happens to them versus it being a choice they make and it's so true that some people do have to make that difficult choice for the right reasons and even though it's not necessarily actually the case because she didn't you know the sex work was essentially a cover-up for her assassin work the fact that he's like okay and what the fuck like that's amazing she made clearly a very big sacrifice for her of her own body of her own sanity like you know of her own well-being to make sure that her family was taken care of that her brother was taken care of being essentially a single mom at like you know eight years old isn't easy and she did what she had to do to survive and that's fucking amazing and i was like this is great I love that. Also, Thank she you, kicks Lloyd. the casserole or the uh, the gratin like up in the air, and Camille gets Ugh. her nose burn. <laughs> but Camille was trying to like burn her entire body. No, like, I know. Yeah. Camille was, was trying just... to give this bitch fucking third degree burns. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, Lloyd is just like, "Hey, it's like not polite to like handle food with your feet." <laughs> <laughs> like again, hey, probably just, like, don't. Fucking blinders up all over him. <laughs> He's just so exhausted all the time now. Well, yeah, that's what having a kid will do, and being a spy. I guess I don't know. Exactly. I can't speak to being a spy. But I think one of and ultimately though, like the whole Camilla and the coworkers thing is so like real and annoying. Yeah, that fake nice relationship that you can have with coworkers that don't like you. Oh God, seriously. Yikes. Not yeah. me anymore, but... You know, but ultimately, it also just happens in life. Like, you know, it happens in school and everything. Like, those fake nice bullies where they're, yeah. like, nice to your face, but it's, like, clearly, like, masked of, like, hatred. They'll say nice things like, oh, wow, look at you. You're so pretty. Like, you know, it's very mean compliments. girls. Or it's like if Mean Girls was set in, like, the USSR during the height of the Cold War. 
And yeah. they were like, we're going to get you fucking killed, bitch. It reminded me very much it's of like, Salem Witch Trials. It is more Heathers. You're right. It's very, it's more Heathers in that regard. But yes, I mean, the Cold War, I mean, McCarthyism, right, was the modern Salem Witch Trials. Yes, right. And that's what this basically is, is like, at the time, I was like, you're a communist. This is your, you're, you're essentially a communist, right? Wasalis is like the, the them, the other, the like villain. Yep. Yep. We have not even talked about Frankie. Oh, yeah. Frankie, Frankie's <laughs> great, especially these two episodes. But God, I wish we had more Frankie already because I love Frankie so much. Yeah, he was so funny. But I think one of my favorite moments is when we kick off episode two and he's like in very, very bad drag. Yeah. Very bad. <laughs> Clearly first time and in drag. Like, and then <laughs> Anya's like, I cannot accept this as a mother. <laughs> I love that she calls him Scruffy and not Frankie. That's yeah. so cute. <laughs> but Frankie just has like so many like who doesn't love like the nerdy like guy in the chair character, right? And that's who he is. Like he's like the oh, informant. Yeah. He's like the side guy. And I love even when he's like, "Hey, I'm an informant, not a fucking spy. Why am I on this mission?" He's like, "You can take some of the artwork." And he's like, "Got it. I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> But can I say, because Lloyd is very like, hey, this is the best I could do with your build and frame about like doing the very bad makeup on on Frankie. But we've seen him actively make like full realistic like latex cover faces. So In like we know, minutes. We know he can do better. He yeah, absolutely he's, he's can do literally better. like, I just don't want this it to be an, you. This was an active choice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But I love so like great. the spy, like the spy specific stuff, like when he's reading the cipher in the in the newspaper, and it's like you know it's very specific, like every like forty seventh letter, and then every twelfth letter, and then every thirty sixth, like you know it's that's very cool. Or even like when he gets like the ten pence like change, and he's able to like pry it open, and there's like a a letter and a cipher inside of that, and I'm like, this is cool stuff. I love spy stuff. The all the animal yeah. noises, ribbit, meow. That's that's what got me going. <laughs> Soon as numbers oh, are involved, God. I'm like, I'm out. Animal I'm sounds, out. I can do In. that. <laughs> See, Heather's favorite commercial from her childhood was the Zoo Pals commercial. Zoo, Zoo, Zoo Pals. Ribbit, ribbit, so Zoo Pals. Bad. Zoo Pals make eating fun. When you clean your plate, then you see their face. Call J.G. Wentworth, 877-CASH-NOW. Oh my god. You guys. <laughs> you, what? I have not seen a sexier proposal than the one that between was pretty Yor fucking lit. and Lloyd. <laughs> like, that was an amazing proposal. The, That's like, like goals. And I think it maybe even looks cooler. Like, I no, it does. It does look even cooler in the manga, but they did mm-hmm. a very good job translating it. That was my biggest concern. I was like, how are you going to make this look as cool in the anime? Um, but yeah, just like pulling the pin and throwing it and then just putting it on her finger was so fucking smooth. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Oh my God. Every other proposal I watch in movies now is going to be just disappointing. Oh God, it's so, I know. Honestly, if your proposal isn't with a grenade ring, say no, friend. That's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, but I also, again, just love how good everyone is at their jobs in this. Like, there's a scene when he is, like, escaping from, like, the first warehouse where, like, Lloyd legit beats up, like, 12 to 15 guys in, like, four seconds. <laughs> Yeah. Oh and it's God. like in the corner in the background in like 
one fluid movement, and I was like, damn, Daredevil could never. Could never. I love the detail of, like, the flower when he goes to save Anya, and he has to go back and, like, disable or, like, disarm everyone. Um, and he just makes flower rain down on them because, like, no one talks about how flammable flower is. And I was just like, yeah. They also don't talk about how flower, when any amount of it hits the floor, it completely covers the air space Everything. around it. Yeah. Skylar, you would know a little bit about that, right? The flower? Um, I was so fucking mad. I, like, had such a long day at school, and then I have to clean my family's whole fucking house because I was, like, Cinderella. And then I went to my bedroom, Lauren, and so I turned on my fucking light, which was, you know, connected to a ceiling fan, and flower rained down on me <gasps> and all over my entire bedroom. No. Oh, my God. Because I was pranked. Yeah, my uh, my sister and her friend did it. And then I went, I complained to my stepmom. And I was just like, I just had like the longest day. I just wanted to lay down. They're like, wow, yeah, that sucks. God, I guess you got to clean it up. And I was just like, great. Great. Love that. Thank you so much. This is so fun. Have, you know, love that you get to be out here drinking cocktails with friends and I have to go fucking clean yet another thing. Oh my God. I hate flowers so much. <laughs> Skylar's like, I'm traumatized it. by this flower scene. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, but like you put a match on it and you're covered in flour. Babes, it's over. I'm sorry. That is actually new information to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, With grease fires, you're supposed to put baking soda and smother it, right? There was a huge like uptick, you know, because like people will put uh, the white powders and stuff in the cute little kitchen jars. People were accidentally putting flour onto the fires instead of the baking soda and uh, making the fire expand worse. It was so bad. So, you know, if you're ever in a situation where there is fire, or specifically a grease fire, don't use flour. The more you know. The more you know. Because it flies everywhere, too, so, yeah, it, it's bad. It's and, bad. yeah, no, that's really interesting. I did not know that. Fun fact. <laughs> but you know what I do know is that the music for Spy Family is really fucking good. So good. So the music for Spy Family was done by No Name, who we've previously talked about. They did the music for Doro Hedoro, one of my favorite animes of all time. Uh, they did the music for this, and I think they did a very good job. I think the show has a lot of very fun, like spy chase music. You know, like oh the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The sad like music is we're getting like the visuals of Lloyd Backstory. in like his like childhood. Oh yeah. Distro- <laughs> like, in general, like the music is very well done. The interstitial music is very cute. Like uh, everything is is well done in this show in general. Right? Mm-hmm. We can talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't even really talk about how good the animation is. Everything's so smooth, oh, so stunning. fluid, so stunning. The lighting. But. Amazing. And this music just continues that trend. I think No Name does a great job. Yes, yeah. I completely, completely agree. It sets the scene so well and was never too distracting, but was also like, you know, noticeable to where you're like, this is good. So it did both. It's such its own personality that's just like dancing with the animation so fluidly. It's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, I love it a lot. But I also love that OP. So let's talk about it. So that OP is Mixed Nuts by Official Higedandism. Peanuts, me tiny, he no me no foolish in a 
Lauren, tell me what you thought of that OP. I thought the visuals were adorable. The song was very fun, very upbeat, and uh, the the horns loved that. So yeah, no, I had a I had a very good time with this OP. Yeah, this is a phenomenal OP in my opinion. I love the song itself is a lot of fun. It's it gets you pumped up, but also then like relax and then back to pumped up. Like it really like throws you at the wall like the show does in that same kind of capacity. But I mean, again, obviously the visuals are so amazing. Um, you know, it's it's you know it's very heavy-handed in its metaphor, <laughs> you know, visually. <laughs> but like you know, the beginning, yeah. the first half is you know it kicks off with like the intensity of the spy stuff, but then it moves into like the softness of of Anya's perspective of her life. You know, where it's very soft, very cute, very like the pastel, very like sixties like art renaissance. Yes, um, mm. art style. And then when, you know, the lights click off and then the chorus kicks and then it's back to the regular anime art style as Lloyd, as like they switch into their actual perspectives where it's Lloyd being, you know, a spy and you're being an assassin. And it, it, it blends so well until the final end of them just being back together as a family. Stunning and gorgeous. Beautiful. So fun fact, because, you know, we had our Spotify wrapped and all that stuff finally come out. This song was actually my number five top most listened to song of the entire year. Oh, my God. For 2022, obviously. (laughs) For 2022, yes. 2023 is still a mystery. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, it makes sense. It's a great song. I love it a lot. Uh, I've listened to it here and there and uh, like off off uh, anime. And yeah, it's a great time. But for me, there's a song I've definitely listened to more on my Spotify. And that is the ED for Spy Family. So let's talk about that ED. That song is Comedy by Gen Hoshino. Lauren, what do you think of that outro? It was very chill, very cute. And the visuals just watching Anya made it even sweeter. <laughs> She's just so adorable. And I liked I liked the pairing of the music with the visuals. They mirrored each other extremely well. Yeah, it's I love this song so much. It's totally my vibe. I love this genre a lot. But yeah, the visuals, the storytelling, and you mean the lyrics in general, if you like read what they are in English, are just so fitting and so perfect. And the story it tells with 
you know, Anya feeling like outside and alone and then coming into her family. But ultimately, that moment when they are dancing in the kitchen together, like... Oh, my God. And just throughout the house, yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite moments in, like, any anime OP or ED ever. It just gives me such warm, fuzzy feelings, and I just love it so much. I love the neon, like, accents, too. Like, it's just so cute, and... It gives it, like, a little bit more, like, modernness to it, too. Like, tying it back to, like, us. It's just so sweet. It's so cute. And you just... It's kind of like... Well, it's exactly what you just said, PJ, and what Lauren said in the beginning, where it is that found family. And it, like... It just really shows how much they actually care for each other, despite, like, not being biologically related. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, definitely. Very good job of visual storytelling in this OP and ED. You know, it's not just clips... It's not just action scenes. It's it's very good visual storytelling in both. Mm-hmm. Right. But let's talk about those songs a little bit more as we move on to our segment. What modern or contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? All right, Lauren, why don't you kick us off with who you picked for Mixed Nuts? I think because it's a new year, we deserve to have a new segment called What Modern or Contemporary Artist Do You Think Could Do a Good Job with These Animes Intros and Outros? Wrong Answers Only Edition. <laughs> Oh, I'm a fan. Let's do that this week specifically. Damn, I might lose this week. (laughs) Because um, I win this week. Listen. Not if that's the game. You can either dip into the wrong answers only edition or play the game as is. Um, This week, I had absolutely no thoughts in my head. (laughs) (laughs) My artist has horns. My artist is male and has an upbeat vibe. And that is literally all that is connected. It's Louis (laughs) Armstrong. How did you know? No, I'm kidding. Um, but kind of close. Uh, wrong answers only. I went with Michael Bublé. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. I stop myself from smiling. If I drink I'm buying. I fucking knew it. I like had, I like literally cannot even tell it because I was looking through like swing jazz and stuff and I saw Michael Bublé and I was like, no, obviously not. I was just like, obviously oh, no. Obviously not. But <laughs> I like, like, I can see Lauren doing this. It, no, wrong answers only. Michael Bublé. This is not bad, surprisingly. Yeah, it's for how much you like hyped <laughs> up that it was going to be like the wrong answer. It is Honestly, not the right answer. You're not wrong no, about that. It is a wrong answer. Absolutely. But, you know, it Michael Bublé's kind of vocal range. I, I could see it. I could see it working with official Higodondism a little bit. And, you know, there are horns, there is energy. It's a very different energy, right? There's a little bit more rockiness, a little bit more high energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And this mm -hmm. is even even in the like cutesier moments, like in that like Anya's perspective part of it, it's still, uh, it's a little bit more uh, mellow before getting back into the Rocky. This is just very happy and snappy. Mm -hmm. So like, obviously the vibe is off, but I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Now, um, now. let's get to the winner of this week, specifically based off Lauren's <laughs> wrong answers only based edition. Wrong answers only. Apparently, Skylar thinks she's the, the winner Listen, of wrong answers only. I am the winner. Okay, so I think it's because I love this song literally so much. It being my number five most listened to song of 2022, that I'm just too close to it and I couldn't like approximate it to anything. I don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. So, like, eventually I just settled on um, Bang by AJR. (laughs) 
I think it's a great addition to wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling to think of what. I see what you were going for. I do get kind of the same beats, even though the song is slower. But and the vocals actually were pretty good. I did like them. <laughs> Look, Thanks. I'll say there's a character in the video at that exact time. Like that looks a little like Anya, right? That's true. Like I can Whoa. give you that. That's that's really good. And I hadn't even seen the music video, so maybe I'm the telepath all along. Yeah, so (laughs) ultimately it's not that bad, right? Like, I think it's okay, but it's definitely not great. And I want to be so clear, I don't think mine is great, but I I just, I got stuck in a postmodern jukebox kind of thing, and I was like, this is... You never want to get stuck in a postmodern jukebox. That happens to me anytime we have any remotely, like, swingy, horny, like, not horny, but, like, horned song. Right. I, oh, <laughs> the, big the, band. The, the, the world wants you to pick postmodern jukebox, but it's never the right answer. Yeah. Wrong answers only. Uh, yeah, I guess this week. Yeah. And I, so like, I desperately crawled my way out of the postmodern jukebox pit and grabbed onto anything else. I was just like, I gotta go. <laughs> anything but this. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not as bad as I like, as you think it is for sure. But yeah, it's still not great. I ended up, you know, struggling with this as well. I very much agree. It's very hard to pick something for this. It's very unique. It's very of its own kind of vibe. But I ended up landing on We Will Fall Together by Streetlight Manifesto. I think PJ is the loser this week because of wrong answers only. Yeah. No, no. You and I played that edition. PJ played the real game and clearly won because that was incredible. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it does that... a decent job of approximating the like back half. Yes, of the I song. completely agree. Yes, it's definitely not perfect. It's definitely a lot more ska. But it yeah. helps with giving you the horns, to. right? It's better than whatever the fuck I chose. No, so. again, I think you both did like way better than you're giving yourselves credit for. I think you both got like C's. It is opposite day, remember, Lauren? So, like, regardless, uh, he's but speaking you in know opposites. what? No, no, no. Regardless, a C, whether you um are picking worst or best answers, that's still in the middle either way. So you're you're perfectly perfectly balanced as all things should be, right? You're a three out of five, regardless of how you flip that. It's still a three out of five, right? Well, I've never been good at math. I'm a <laughs> two out of five. I've been notoriously bad at math. All right. So. Well, you guys are being real fucking bummers about your choices. Mostly Skylar. <laughs> it's mostly Skylar. I think you did better than you think. But let's move on to that ED then. Maybe you'll be a little bit more confident there. So with that ED, Lauren, kick us off again. Who did you go with for comedy? Okay. Uh, this week, I called in the cavalry for my ED <laughs> because this is not my purview. So I reached out to two friends, Keith and Jackie, and they both came back with the same artist. So I was like, all right. All right. Wow, I'm curious perfect. who they both landed on. Now are you going back to your original rules for this then? I'm playing the actual game. Wrong Answers Only Edition was just for the OP. (laughs) This is the real game. (laughs) Listen, it's something, it's like that card you can flip whenever you need to. And I'm holding it in my deck for next time. So anyway, the artist that the two friends of mine and eventually I landed on is Frank Ocean. Song Lost. Now you lost, lost in the heat of it all. I see what you're going for, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit more funky. 
Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit, a little bit more fast, but I like it. I think it's a good, um, a I think good there approximation. Are better Frank Ocean songs you could have gone with, but going with uh, Lost isn't a bad choice. And I think Frank Ocean for that like more modern R and B vibe gets you definitely some points in my book. Well, thank you. Um, you should give those points to Jackie and Keith. <laughs> well, Jackie and Keith, great job. There are better songs you could have gone with, but I think this is still pretty good. Um, I did look over PJ's shoulders and steal some notes from him. <laughs> As you would need some, to. This was some rough. This inspiration. Was both of you just taking answers from other people. <laughs> one of them being a spy about it. And one of them being me. It. Uh, I've just being the spy of our home one can say almost a telephone of our family Um, I saw that you wrote down at some point Post Malone Um, so I went with his song I Like You I like this this is a good I clearly like it thank you Skylar (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, I no, chose no, no. the song. I'm not maybe. going with this, obviously. Uh, and you knew obviously. that, right? You didn't take my choice, which thank you for not taking. Would have been my so choice. fucked but up. But this was this was definitely <laughs> on my like potentials list, and uh, I think of my potentials list, this is a very good one to pick. I very much like the vibe. Uh, Posty definitely gives you that deeper register, and this is one of his more like flowy songs, and it hits some of that, especially the like transfer into the comedy part of comedy. Um, like we you know that very beautiful part where it's like, "How are you? How was your day? I've been wanting to talk to you all day." Um, that part of the song, uh, this hits that for me. Yeah, thank you, yeah. uh, for my choice, and thank you for the inspiration, <laughs> my love. <laughs> thank you for inspiring me by letting me look over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like hugging him. <laughs> like, You're hey, so can I get a cute. hug? He's like, oh, of course, my beautiful I wife. Love you so he just, much. <laughs> he just hears like camera click. <laughs> oh you know just a couple of selfies for the ground are so crunchy it. and they sound like camera flashes like not me like now being like dang should i have gone with this <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'd be wild but I'll i ended up landing somewhere else i ended up landing with the musician han with their song day one you look hard enough 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 you'll always be I'm going to cry. There's literally no fucking difference. There's no difference. That was the same song. He played the AD again and we just didn't notice. I'm glad you guys yeah. like it a lot. This was a lot of there's a lot of research that went into this one. And I, I have now discovered this band Hod, which I really like. Yeah, it's really good. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm glad no I'm glad you guys liked it. Oh, mm-hmm. thank God mm-hmm. you didn't go with Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, definitely some interesting choices for our OP, but I guess amazing choices for uh, Wrong Answers Only Edition. Yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> and some great choices all together overall for the, the ED. But yeah, I think that is a, a very fun music segment we just had. And that is where we are going to call our music segment as we take a quick break to watch some additional clips, some additional context, and get Lauren's closing thoughts on Spy Family. So we're going to do that, and we're going to be right back, so stay tuned. (laughs) 
All right, we're back. We had Lauren watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional spy moments, family moments, assassin moments, telepath moments, dog moments, borf moments, and everything in between. After all that, you got to see some of Anya's school life, some of the rest of their family life together, some very funny moments, her very iconic faces especially the most iconic one, and just a lot of fun times. This show is obviously uh, continues to be very delightful, very fun, still has some fun, cool action in it. But in general, it's a mixed bag, like a mixed bag of nuts. Uh, so tell me, though, Lauren, is that a bag of nuts that you want to keep eating? As I ask you the question, Lauren, would you keep watching Spy Family? I was so excited to see this one finally pop up on a list because I was like, everyone's talking about it and I want to know what the hype is. And now I like get it. Even though I kind of knew what happened, it still doesn't really prepare you for just how charming and whimsical the anime is, even though it can be very serious at times. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I love the entire spy family, like equally for different reasons. I think I think your edges out just a little bit more than the others as being my favorite. Yeah, yours great. I think overall you in the show spend the most time with Anya. So it's hard mm-hmm. not to fall for Anya. Oh, like she's, she's so uh, cute. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, you know my my theory that Anya, Kotaro, Boji are all just part of this like grand Japanese plot propaganda. to make the birth rate in Japan better. <laughs> I, I think, think there viable. was like a study of that like coming true though. Like like it's a like a actual thing. Just know I tweeted about it first. <laughs> Oh my god. But yeah, Anya's my fave. Oh, it's it's so hard because I wanna go with someone like Damien because I'm just like he's such a little punk, but like he he you know, I can't get into it. But it's definitely your like just everyone's so great because i also love frankie so much he's so like underrated but i just love how sincere uh your is with like every single Mm -hmm. aspect of her life yeah Mm -hmm. i love i truly do love you i love this family i love this spy family ah (laughs) maybe we were the spy family oh no and i hope that they that they stick together as a family long after this mission i ship this spy with this family spy x family by you will spy <laughs> slash family is what it would be <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah i'm glad that you liked it i'm glad that you want to keep watching it i mean that makes it a quiet success in the book Oh God, I would have been literally, I think I would have quit the podcast if Lauren was like, I, I this do is not a think disappointment. That, that actually would have happened, but I would have understood. So, <laughs> I mean, the, how is, how do you not love this? How do you not love it? I completely agree. But maybe, it, maybe it's easy not to love. That's the question we're going to answer next for our new anime friends as we ask, would you recommend Spy Family to someone looking to start their anime journey? I absolutely would. I think that this has a level of the real world attached to it that is very easy to get into. But then it has the more like Anya was a an experiment and is telepathic and is a little odd. But you know, the, the family themselves is so endearing. And I think that if this was your first anime, you'd, you'd want to keep watching more after this was done. Yeah, oh, yeah, I completely agree. This has a lot of mass appeal, right? It's very fun and action-y and co- it's a comedy. Uh, I mean, it's an action comedy. It's why it's an action comedy month. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's got 
you know, it's got all the right vibes. I could see this easily transitioning to an American audience. I mean, I hope it never happens because I don't think they do it well, but I can even see this being translated into a very successful American, like, yeah, uh, yes. because the plot, the story, the characters are so well, uh, well developed while also being easily consumable mm-hmm. that I feel like it could be told in any medium, which, which is, I think, a great way to start someone off on anime. Oh, yeah, 100%. I recommend this on the daily to people, like, literally asking, like, where should they start? all the time as long as they're like okay with like seeing people die because like some people are not like into that because like they don't shy away from being like shot in the back and stuff like that yeah i i'm constantly recommending this irl so (laughs) irl rex from sky (laughs) (laughs) well with that a kawaii success a kawaii desu thumbs up on that recommendation Seems like there's only one question left to ask. And that question is, is there an AMV for that? AMV, anime, music, videos, is there an AMV for that? All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for Spy Family. So in looking at this and in consideration to my main girl, your, I ended up going, I hope this is there because it's a current anime with the more popular current song. I went with Antihero by Taylor Swift <laughs> with a specific focus on your because like, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> and she All like right, just Lauren. doesn't get it. Yeah. Okay. But maybe if we had done this anime sooner. You would have gotten no points because in late November of 2022, <gasps> <What>? user Deletus <laughs> uploaded a Spy Family AMV with Antihero for Taylor Swift with your as main focus. So that Holy is shit. three points <laughs> in yes! the book. Honestly, you should get a bonus point for, for the focus of your. <laughs> Someone else gets it. A half point. They get no, it. No, no, no. We've got our three points. Oh. But that's still three whole points that in the book. Good. An amazing success here. Oh, my God. Uh, as we you. kick off 2023. But maybe you'll get even more. Because my dearest co-host, Lauren, mm. it's time for the super secret, not so secret, bonus round. Do you think it's possible that Spy Family, not Spy X Family, has an AMV to Evanescence bring me to life? All right, Lauren, you know what you got here. It's very funny, but it does have some serious moments, but they've led you to the right answer, to the wrong answer. Ultimately, it's also very new, which is hit or miss. There's so many things going for and against this. What do you think? Uh, My gut has led me astray before, but I'm going to say no. I'm definitely not envying you in this week. Oh my God. All right, Lauren. Tough choice. I know. Unfortunately. Yeah. There are at least two AMVs for Evanescence Bring Me to Life for Spy Family, which means that your Evanescence failed right at the top of 2023. This isn't a good omen. As your streak ends once again with Spy Family having, again, two AMVs, which still leaves you at three points, but not that coveted fourth point. But a kawaii success, a kawaii just a thumbs up, and three points is still a good way to close it out. 100%. And you know what, Lauren? You played a good game. Thank you. And that's all we have to ask for. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Great job. It's hard because I was just like, maybe it's too new. Not even like the content. Yeah, no, I was leaning more towards that too. But you know what? I've said the 
the time AM and time again, has it being it. too new is not is not the the nail in the coffin you you think of it because the AMV community there will always still be someone who wants to make a bring me to life AMV there always will be I always I'm gonna feel go that. watch one of them today and you just have to hope you just have to wonder if they've watched the anime that you watched but this week they had and you didn't think they did but still again a kawaii success kawaii just sums up three points and a successful journey through our first listener recommended anime once again big shout out big thank you to anime titties expert ash and our patron (laughs) magical girl charlotte for recommending us spy family again if you want to recommend us an anime uh go to our website go to our beacons anywhere you can find us you can find that link to recommend an episode but lauren i'm glad you enjoyed it oh my god yeah i'm so glad i finally got to watch spy family so thanks for recommending it guys i've been waiting for you to see this i have been waiting everyone was like spy family i'm watching spy family and i was like i can't because i know (laughs) that it's coming so like don't tell me anything well i'm glad you finally got to see it i'm glad you had a good time doing it but more importantly i hope our listeners had a good time i hope they had a fun time i hope they had a penny workplace drama turning into very real and deadly consequences time a gorgeous gorgeous girls make other people have tummy issues time and then if you kill everyone in the room no one knows no one needs to know how awkward you really were time (laughs) but (laughs) until next time we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment i've been pj i've been skylar i've been lauren and yeah i mean general rule of thumb as awkward as the situation is just don't kill anybody period or do or do (laughs) and that's where freedom of choice comes in have a good one everyone bye (laughs) bye (laughs) 